Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hello, America, and welcome to the program. There is a lot to cover today, so we want to get right to it. We're going to go back into the deep state. Some new information has come out this weekend that nobody's paying attention to, but you need to know about it, and we'll give it to you in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, the truth is your car ought to outlast its warranty. Your engine shouldn't just explode under the hood the day after it expires, leaving you stranded with no way to pay the enormous repair bills. But uh, it's going to happen at some point. It's going to. Even if it lasts, you're still going to have things come up from time to time that are no longer covered, which still have to be fixed and can cost you a pretty penny. There's a difference when something happens to your car and it's under warranty. You're just like, huh, yeah, I got to bring my car in soon as it's out of warranty you freak out at everything because you know it could be a chip just a stupid computer chip that might cost you three grand there is no reason to panic car shield has covered over a million vehicles they can cover yours as well if you want real peace of mind when you're driving down the road without a warranty or with a warranty what you want is Car Shield. Coverage today, you can get it now and see why Car Shield cars go further. 800 Car 6000, 800 Car 6000, or uh, use the promo code Beck when you visit carshield.com and use the promo code and save 10%. You can do that on the phone as well. 800 Car 6000, promo code Beck, carshield.com, promo code Beck. Deductible may apply. All right, little by little, we are now starting to trace back the origins of the coup against the United States. And make no mistake, that is exactly what is happening. There is a coup to change the world. Uh, and that is not an overstatement. I, told, I showed you a couple of weeks ago uh, how a think tank, the Brookings Institute, was involved with Christopher Steele, the author of the Steele dossier that led to the impeachment charges and, and everything else that we have suffered through for the last four years. We showed you how a primary source was used to smear the Trump campaign, and that primary source was a drunken Russian that got all of his information literally from his drinking buddies during late night boozing parties. It was all a crock. None of it had any substance to it at all. But that's how most opposition research operations usually run. That part of it is not unusual. The part that is unusual is political operation uh, opposition research is usually never used by officials of the United States government to try to destroy a president or a candidate. It's not further used to then discredit a sitting elected president. But that's exactly what happened. And it was happening from the inside of the Obama administration. Now, the question remains, how did the political opposition research go from Hillary Clinton's campaign to the FBI and to the CIA all the way up to Obama's cabinet? 
Well, more information came out this week. Uh, Stephen Shiraj, uh, he is a former White House congressional and State Department official who dropped a bomb over the weekend. Stephen Shiraj is um, is a guy who was on the um, election team of Romney uh, for a while. He advised Mitt Romney in 2008. Well, he was back at Cambridge getting his Ph.D., Now, people in the former Obama administration in the State Department and everywhere else are trying to figure out how they're going to deal with everything that has been uh, revealed. He revealed over the weekend the entire Russian collusion narrative, the investigation, all of it would have never happened if not for a conference that he organized at the University of Cambridge back in 2016. I read his uh, I read his his story this weekend, and it is filled with filled with a kind of a oh crap! I think this started with me. The title of the conference was called "Quote 2016's Race to Change the World." I want you to think about that with everything that is going on, the race to change the world. I've told you for 15 years that there were people that just like the Fabian Society in the in the teens, the 19s, were looking at changing the world through World War One. People were designing the same kind of thing now. Well, here's the conference. The theme was how the upcoming election had significant implications on the trajectory of the world and something that the old guard was getting seriously worried about all over the world. Remember, Brexit was also happening at the same time. Donald Trump was was suggesting something radically different, and it scared the hell out of the policymakers that had been guiding global affairs since the Cold War. All of a sudden, this guy who doesn't care about what has been built has his own ideas and isn't going to listen to all of the people that are sitting around advising him who have advised all the other presidents. He's not going to listen to them. Donald Trump was a bull in a china shop. So Shiraj, this um, State Department, former State Department official, Um, He was at Cambridge to finish his Ph.D. His professor and mentor was a man that might sound familiar. His name is Stephen Halper. Halper has been identified as the person the FBI deputized to spy on the Trump campaign. But he says none of this would have happened if it wasn't for his little conference in the U.K. back in 2016. Shiraj invited Carter Page to that seminar, and at first, Halper was annoyed. Why even bother bringing somebody in the Trump, from the Trump campaign? He's never going to win. That's what their thinking was back then. But Halper changed his tune after his friend, former MI6 director Richard Dearlove, arrived at the conference. Suddenly, Halper and Dearlove became incredibly interested in Carter Page. They spoke to him about what Donald Trump presidency might look like. And this is where I believe the coup against Trump started to take real shape. Seven days after the conference, Christopher Steele provided a new report to the Clinton campaign. 
And there for the very first time was Carter Page. He was central, now debunked, but he was central to that case. The Russian conspiracy theories. And wouldn't you know it, Steele was one of Richard Dearlove's former agents at MI6. So uh, Stefan or Stephen uh, Halper would later be used by the FBI to spy on the Trump campaign. His longtime FBI handler, Steve Soma, was quickly reassigned directly to the investigation. So now all of the pieces are starting to fall in line. Now we're starting to attach names. This is how the opposition research became injected into the highest echelons of the U.S. government. We now have all of these pieces coming together. The Trump campaign was a clear and present danger because they weren't going to they would kick the hornet's nest whether they knew it whether trump knew it or not what trump was going to do he was going to stumble into all of the goings-on of the state department and the obama administration and he would stop it that was a danger and the biggest his biggest crime was proposing a new way to do things he had to be stopped and that's why the obama administration got involved in all of this donald trump's president's presidency was a danger to the obama legacy and the the invisible state or the deep state that obama and clinton had worked so hard and so long to form i told you a few weeks ago that little little uh, known names would start to go down for this they're going to be the ones that pay for all of this we uh we're going to see the people the steve soma uh stefan halper all of these people you're going to see these guys charged with the real crimes but don't forget At the very top of this, with as much evidence, Obama, Biden, Comey, Brennan, Rice, all of them, they're being protected. And I'm not even sure if uh, Shiraj isn't part of the protection plan. I don't uh, hold a lot of trust for him, seeing that he was advising Mitt Romney. Um, you know, I'm not sure that he's not on the same page uh, as many of these people were, but uh, you can take him at his word until he proves himself to be unreliable. But his story makes sense. But what's really important is is to look at everything through the context of what I just shared with you and what you know. I just had a family conference call yesterday. And I told I told my family that um, these are unusual times and not to believe anything, even what I tell you, just on its face. Don't believe anything from the media, even if that media is me. Make sure you do your own homework. Today, we're going to give you a story out of um, Minnesota. We're going to give you all of the evidence now that has been compiled over uh, almost a two or three year investigation that shows that there is a real solid case to make that Elon Omar is a serial felon. 
Um, all of the evidence is there. We had speculation. We had hearsay. We had, I think so. Now we have it all buttoned down. And we have the guy who's done all of this work coming up in uh, just about an hour or so. He's going to be on with us. The reason why I mention this here is because he also is uh, posting all of this uh, today on on glenbeck.com. Tomorrow, there'll be a whole story and everything else. I wanted to rush and put it on today uh, because her primary is tomorrow. And I think people need to know these things. When you're watching the adjustments of seats it's really important why Willie Brown and why everybody else is coming after Kamala. Uh, why are they coming after or Kamala? Why is everybody coming after Kamala Harris and saying, no, 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 she can't be the VP. To me, she makes sense as the VP because she's got policing in her background. She was you know, uh, a prosecutor. So she's got some law and order, which common sense would tell you that's what you need. At this point, to balance the ticket, you want to make sure that you have somebody that is telling the moderates in the, in the world law and order is going to be returning. We have, we have somebody who's serious about law and order, right? No, everybody's pushing for Susan Rice. Why? Because she knows where all the bodies are buried and she's got to clean this up and she can't do it from the outside. She's going to be the protector of all of the information that we have unearthed. And my guess is so much more that if Durham doesn't hurry is going to look just like nothing more than an October surprise. And it is not an October surprise it is it is evidence of real crimes against the state everything the more you're informed the more you will be able to read between the lines and see why people are positioning themselves the way they are the more people i talk to they're saying well that that doesn't make sense i don't understand why this is happening well because you don't know this part and this part and this part of the story you have to know what the Democrats have been up to in the last 10 years to be able to understand today's world. Otherwise, you're just going to you're going to buy into the George Floyd. Oh, this was all spontaneous riots that happened. These were this was all about. No, it wasn't. George Floyd was real. That was a real event. But they used that event and they've been waiting for that event. It's all very well planned out and coordinated. And those are the things you need to understand or you're going to be caught up in all of it. All right, let me break for uh, one minute, tell you about Patriot Mobile. Right now, sadly, America's students are caught up in the politics surrounding COVID-19. Their education, their mental health, quite frankly, hangs in the balance. Patriot Mobile doesn't believe in taking this uh, sitting down to support the next generation of freedom loving Americans. Patriot Mobile is running a school days promotion until September 12th. You can choose either a free phone or a free month of service when you switch to America's only conservative cell phone carrier, Patriot Mobile. Plus, instead of charging you any hidden fees and funding the left wing propaganda, Patriot Mobile will donate a portion of your bill to Students for Life. 
we need to do everything we can to instill conservative values into our children. No, American values, just Western values into our children now more than ever. And Patriot Mobile, you're going to get the same reliable nationwide service because everybody uses the same cell towers and a company that shares your values. Switching is super easy and you can bring your own phone or get a brand new one. But call Patriot Mobile now, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or visit patriotmobile.com slash Beck. The promo code is Beck. When you choose a free month of service or a free phone, veterans and first responders save even more. Make sure you identify yourself when you call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Make sure you use the promo code Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Stu, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if you saw this. Do you, do you remember the um, ad busters? The group Adbusters. Do you remember hearing that? I do. Yeah, they they you, they like a left wing. Uh, group yes. Yeah, of some sort yes. that were like maybe is it boycotting or is it protesting of some? Uh, yeah. So they are the they are the Marxist radical anarchist group out of Canada uh, that was started years ago, um, and uh, they are the. They are one of the they, they say they suggested Occupy Wall Street. OK, they say we didn't do it. No, you know, because nobody did it. It was just spontaneous. We didn't do it. We just were the ones who said you should occupy Wall Street in Zuccotti Park. And here, here's some blankets. <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, um, they have now um, announced on Twitter on September 17th, 2020. We will lay siege to the White House for 50 days. I wonder what's happening 50 days from September 17th. We need your wisdom and your expertise to pull off a radically democratic tone shift in our politics. Are you ready for revolution? This is the White House siege, September 17th, 2020. Hmm. Now, if you read the Twitter remarks afterwards, it is absolutely insanity. People are like, now you're going to be peaceful, right? Oh, yeah, of course we're going to be peaceful. Are you ready for revolution? And the picture of the White House with smoke all around it? Of course we mean peaceful, (laughs) right? Not violent. I mean, laying siege, doesn't that, it's like planting flowers, laying siege, planting flowers. You say tomato, I say tomato. Let's go the whole thing off. Uh, by the way, uh, 50 days from se- September 17th is Friday, November 6th, 2020, which is really coincidental. Huh. I mean, I imagine if they would have thought of that in advance, that it would be the first uh, couple of days right after the election that they would stop. It's all fine then. Wow. Mm. So it would stop right after the election, right after the election, or maybe, maybe would go on, you know, depending depending on on who wins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Fascinating. How does this play out, Stu, with the American people? I don't know. I, I I, I keep thinking to myself, 
this stuff is nothing but good for Donald Trump, right? Like this laying siege to the White House for 50 days before an election is just going to continually remind people uh, what their future could be if you embrace this movement, uh, which is nuts. I don't think any I mean, you know, if you if you look back at um, there's a great article in The New York Times this weekend that talked about. And I know I say that and it sounds very strange coming out of my mouth. But if you if you go mm-hmm. back and, and read it, it, they decided to go back and talk to all the business owners uh, right in and around Chess. Mm-hmm. How'd, that, how'd that go for you guys? Was it a, a, you know, a good good experience? Because yeah. all I've heard is positive about it from the media. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went back and shockingly, all of these people are completely miserable and hated it. Uh, they were terrified for their own lives and their own businesses. They had people breaking into their businesses, trying to light the building on fire. Uh, all of this stuff, I don't yeah, but remember it was a peaceful fire. Yeah, it, it was a it peaceful was. fire. It's like going into a church and lighting a candle. Yeah, it was. It was a fire made out of love. Uh, it was a very right, hot, okay. burning love. Yes, very. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I agree. You know, the the thing is, is that I think people. You saw the marches defending the police this weekend, um, and families and people are fleeing New York City. New York City is collapsing. Their their housing prices and the apartment prices are literally collapsing right now because of the exodus in these cities and it's not just new york it's seattle it's minnesota gee program what do they have in common i wonder california all right let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour it's honey some things that you should do right now well let me just give you one download honey Start saving money right now. I have a uh, an update on the economy coming up, and uh, you'll see why you need to start saving money as much as you can right now. It's a free browser extension that scours the Internet for promo codes and applies the best ones it finds to your cart. It's really simple, no gimmicks attached to it, and you'll save with promo codes like you normally do, but you don't have to do any of the work. You don't have to remember the codes or enter them in. Honey does all of that for you. And it's absolutely free. You're never going to have to pay a dime for it. And in fact, you can even earn gift card rewards when you shop with Honey. Most importantly, for um, your information is not harvested. They make all of their money from the seller's side of things, so you can trust it. Honey has found 17 million members and saved them over $2 billion. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. Do it now. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. And get all of this stuff. Uh, we've been talking about this half hour at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Save yourself 10 bucks. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It's Monday. Pat Gray is joining us from Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can find at, uh, you know, any place that, I don't know, sells Slurpees and, of yes, course, most podcasts. 7-Elevens. Most yes. 7-Elevens and a few Circle Ks. Uh, so, so, uh, so Pat, mm-hmm. uh, let, let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, Brian Stelter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, I know he's going to be he's going to be talked about on every talk show in America today. Yeah. If you don't know who he is, congratulations. You shouldn't. And I hate to even bring this up because it's it seems self-serving or it uh, it's like, uh, well, of course. But this is an example of somebody that is so self unaware. He 
he must not even see his reflection in mirrors. Yeah. He must be invisible to himself. Yes. Uh, I want you to listen to what he said on reliable. Was it reliable sources? Is that what he does? Or what's the name yeah, of it? Yeah. I reliable. That's what it is. On reliable sources on CNN with Brian Stelter. Listen to this. When you see um, entire media companies essentially exist to tear down Joe Biden, is there an equivalent to that on the left tearing down Trump? <laughs> Uh, there, there really isn't. And, you know, what I would say, it, it, it's, it's, it's really a diet of, of this type of information that a lot of these voters are getting. A lot of the voters that I talk to, I can, uh, you know, when I interview them, I do hear uh, them saying a lot of the talking points that sound very familiar from, from some of these shows, which I try to listen to when I'm out on the campaign trail or when I'm yeah. at home, uh, you know, watching TV. You know, you can you can hear these uh, these comments being echoed uh, by, by voters. That's one of the most mind numbing uh, questions and answers Incredible. of all time. It, it, it proves a Brian Stelter doesn't even watch his own network nor his own show. Otherwise, he wouldn't be asking that question. Uh, is there any other network is similar to Fox News that would that would uh, uh, that, that would bash uh, Trump the way uh, Fox bashes Biden? Are you incredible? Kidding me? It's not even close. We, you guys, we we haven't. Uh, Sarah, can you go to the Daily Wire and see their story on Brian Stelter and and pull up the clip that that uh, uh, Ben Shapiro uh, pulled? Because it, it, it is, it's even more outrageous than this. It, it really is more outrageous than this. I thought this was the clip that we had, where he opens it up and he starts to talk about how. You know, there is I want to tell you uh, something that psychiatrists and psychologists uh, and political scientists have now pointed out. There is a, a condition to where people um, hate the other candidate so much that they hate those people more than the truth itself. And I thought, oh, he's. He's going to do an expose on CNN uh, in the mainstream media. Uh, and he said, and this is what's going on. It's unbelievable. You will not believe what's happening on talk radio. This is a, a, a center of hate that is just poured out oh over my the nation gosh. every day. It's unbelievable. Oh my it's gosh. absolutely unbelievable. Uh, and it's 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 I, I heard this this morning and I thought this is the seeds that are now being planted to get rid of talk radio. If Joe Biden wins, we're gone. We're gone because we're just nothing but hate mongers. We have escaped this this eye of death, the eye of Moloch, if you will, because Donald Trump has has taken all the oxygen out of the room. As soon as Donald Trump is no longer there, it's talk radio again is going to be the big boogeyman. I really just can't imagine the level. It's incomprehensible to me that you'd think what they describe is going on. I mean, like for I think, honestly, Joe Biden has had the easiest road of any candidate in my lifetime from the right. 
About uh, the only thing we've we've pointed out is that he might be going senile. He's like old, and we've expressed actual we concern over yeah, it. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. We have not lobbed hatred at not him. Not at all. We have we have actually lobbed facts against him. We can't get anybody to be uh, interested in the dealings in China or the dealings in Ukraine. You can't get anybody interested in that. Yeah. Nobody is interested. Everybody, everybody just feels sad mm-hmm. uh, ab- about Joe Biden. And quite honestly, I think we worry about who's really going to be running the country. And they would be saying that, too, if they just weren't in bed uh, with the Democratic Party. Right. They would absolutely be saying the same thing. Uh, can somebody question him on whether he's all there? Because it looks as though he's sliding. Any reasonable person would say that. And, and Democrats obviously see that as well. They just don't like Trump. And this is what it's been. It's been all an election about Trump. Biden has, has skated from almost all criticism. We, we, yeah, we've done, sh- we've done shows months ago about, about his corruption in China and Ukraine. And you're right, Glenn. It's hard to get people interested in it. I mean, uh, we, I just, we, we did a thing on Sudo's America about Biden's eulogizing a KKK member. Right. Like why that hasn't been all over conservative media. How is it possible in the middle of this moment that that in this close to an election that hasn't been out there? We barely even talked about his policies. Yeah, barely. Awful. Yeah. Well, you were just Pat was just talking about what was it? Four trillion dollars. Four trillion dollars. Yeah. And tax increases is what he's proposing. Four trillion dollars. Has that been even talked about? This guy's faced almost no scrutiny. The only scrutiny he's received is his age. And how old he is. And I think that's been, generally, to be fair, split between laughing at how pathetic he is when he's on stage and screwing up all the time and feeling legitimately like, this doesn't feel right. Somebody should stop this. It's like Weekend at Bernie's. Like, not mm-hmm. even in a joking way, but like yeah. in a, I actually yeah. feel like worried mm-hmm. about his, his health way. And worried about the country. But really, I think it's the human emotion of... Man, I feel bad for him. You see the slipping. That nobody in his family, nobody who loves him is going to pull him out and say, enough of this. Stop it. He's given his whole life. You don't need to have him go out this way. Uh, I mean, it's it's remarkable what what is uh, what's happening. And, you know, you know, Stu, you said, I think he's in your lifetime. I'm trying to think of a Democratic president or candidate that has gotten an easier pass. I mean, even Bill Clinton had to finally answer questions during the first campaign. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say the uh, Pat, you would know. I think it's Jimmy Carter who got a pass. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. The it, the last one that really it, didn't get you know uh, crucified. I think Jimmy Carter. The thing was really. This guy, I mean, nobody hated him. No, it's just that the economy was in such a sad state of affairs that no, I mean, at the vote end, for him at the end. Yeah, different than in the end. Than the first, yeah, I'm thinking 76. Oh, 76, nobody, yeah, he got a complete nobody, pass. Yeah, yeah there wasn't a complete a hatred pass. for yeah. him. And, and I would say no. the same thing. That's, that is probably one of Trump's biggest obstacles here is that there's just no passion against Joe Biden. The passion is either for Trump or against Trump. There's no passion for on either side, really, of Biden, where with Clinton, he had legitimate passion. People couldn't stand her. They couldn't stand Barack Obama. They couldn't stand Al Gore. Like, I think it goes all the way back to preceding talk radio. I mean, you point out Carter. 
it's before really talk radio is any force in this country. Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. you have to go way before it. No one has ever seen anything like this. And for them to make that point at this time when CNN is essentially a network that runs nonstop anti-Trump stories. Absolutely. They accused him of peeing on hookers in Russia. (laughs) I mean, they (laughs) ran that story. As if it was a real... I mean... But I mean, it's... it's, Right. And it's not even just these big ones. They also said, you know, that he was insane and the 13th Amendment needed to be uh, implemented to take him out of office. No, 23rd. 23rd. I don't know. In the 20s. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whichever one it is. I'm getting them all confused. The point being, though, that that's what they've done that and these big splash stories that conservatives have noticed. But watch their coverage on a routine basis. Every single story comes back to this guy. They are completely obsessed with him. Completely obsessed. Watch, what I dare you, because no one's done it in the past few years. Watch one episode of the Aaron Burnett show. It is all she talks about all the time. She's completely obsessed with this man. And every show on CNN replicates this idea. If it's a story about schools, it goes back to Trump. If it's a story about the economy, it goes back to Trump. There's nothing separate. If it's COVID-19, separate. it certainly, it certainly goes back Trump. to Trump. Every single part. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they will recite the four or five things Donald Trump said in February and March where he kind of was dismissive. None, no one in their audience knows that Nancy Pelosi said the same stuff. No one in their audience knows that Andrew Cuomo and, and Bill de Blasio the same stuff yeah, in some cases. No, right, yeah. No one ever talks about that on the network. They talk about Trump doing it. They are completely overwhelmed with him. Yes. They can't do anything else on the network. Like I've never seen before. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. It's gone so far that they won't even recognize the Chicago murder rate is the highest it's been since like 1992. Uh, it, it is last July. They broke all records. The biggest, deadliest month since 1992 and only slightly more deadly than June 1992. It's the, the yeah. s- since Floyd's death, some of the most violent days in the 20 years of official data. So, no, mm. you won't talk about that. And if you do, it's Trump. It's Trump. They have come, they've come to such an extreme position to where they won't even condemn violence. There was a story in the New York Times uh, this weekend about the protesters in uh, in um, uh, Antifa and the riots in Portland. And I've never seen anything like it. I mean, literally never seen anything like it. It was like a fashion show spread. It, it had these people um, in their regular everyday life, uh, you know, a guy sitting on a lawnmower. And then the next picture is him all in his Antifa gear. Mm. And it was showing you, see, these are just normal people. They didn't do that with the Tea Party <laughs> who were sitting around making signs with, with glitter with their kids at a kitchen table. But they are they are doing it uh, with Antifa and people who are radicals who want to destroy the Western way of life. It's 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 nuts. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. And on that on the Trump part of this, that Portland was under siege for weeks and weeks and months Mm -hmm. and they never talked about it at all. 
It wasn't until Trump got involved by sending in federal troops that they got interested in the story because they could blame Trump for it. Remember, they kept saying their coverage on that was not that they were trying to light a federal building on fire for weeks and weeks and weeks. No, it was caused by cameras because he sent troops there. And they said, you know what? He sent troops there and that made it worse. Yeah. Like it's the only thing that interests them about the news is Donald Trump's relationship to it. They're selling this as Portland is always, always been protest in Portland. That's just the way of life in Portland. Is it? Is it? Because ask the people of downtown Portland, the business leaders of downtown Portland, they've had enough and they supported these guys. They've had enough. And it's happening in city after city after city. Businesses are leaving. I'm telling you, California is is economically going to collapse. It's going to collapse because they're hastening their ending by chasing mm-hmm. so many people out of the state. Do you know that they're now Newsom is now um, uh, saying that he may go after people who uh, homeschool or tutor their kids at home that he may he may he may actually mm. ban that and go after you if you're trying to teach your own kids at home it, it is it is insane what's going on and of course brian stelter is on top of all of it because <laughs> that's just the way he rolls thank you very much pat pat ray unleashed um let me tell you about relief factor one of the things I'm really proud of is uh, I don't ever do commercials that I don't believe in. Um, I have said no to, I mean, I'm the only guy that canceled General Motors after years and years of trying to get General Motors on the talk radio. General Motors became a, uh, a client of mine, and it was during TARP and the bailouts, and they took bailout money, and I said, I, sorry, guys, but I can't do it. I, I, can't, I can't keep my credibility. If you guys are doing this, you're in bed with the government. And uh, boy, I was in trouble for that. I don't tell you about products that I don't believe in. When I talk to you about something that you put into your system, uh, uh, you know, well, this isn't a drug, but a remedy for something. Boy, I'm on extra high alert. I believe in relief factor. It has worked for me. It has changed my life. I still have pain from time to time, but I I don't have it like I used to. Relief factor will rock your world. It works for 70 percent of the people who try it. So just try it. Relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. It's 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com. You're listening to Glenn I need you to hear Brian Selter's open on the the biggest lack of awareness I have ever witnessed. Listen. Let's go on a trip together to a totally alternative universe. You never hear what's happening there unless you tune into right wing talk radio. But you need to know what they are saying, because the most popular, most powerful talkers in the country have trained their sights on Joe Biden. What you are about to hear them say is mind boggling. Look, look, whether you like <laughs> Biden or not, this stuff is offensive and otherworldly. Mm, so otherworldly. let me set the stage for this before I play the clips. Keep in mind that news and talk radio is still really popular, even in the Internet age. 
Guys mm. like Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity can influence tens of millions of listeners. And as this HuffPost mm. headline pointed out earlier this year, talk radio stars were shopping dangerous claims about the coronavirus. They were downplaying its severity. But nowadays, if you listen to those shows, you hardly hear about COVID at all. They have shifted yeah. to... Well, you, you, I'm going to tweet this clip out because it's unbelievable uh, what examples he uses. But uh, just to blow his head up, uh, I'm going to talk about hydroxychloroquine with a doctor who says he believes he's cracked the code if, it, if you can get this medicine quickly this enough. He's next. Program. Hey, everybody knows PayPal. But did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little Apply Coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over a hundred thousand five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's join honey.com slash back hello america and welcome to the glenn beck program as somebody who has had his whole family get COVID, and I mysteriously have not had it, um, I wonder how that has happened. There, There is a doctor whose advice my doctor took. Um, they know each other. Uh, he's the guy who says this may be a silver bullet of sorts for COVID-19, especially if you catch it early enough. Uh, I want you to hear what he has said and what is now being said about him. His name is Richard Bartlett. He is the guy who now Louis Gohmert, uh, who has been diagnosed with COVID, is taking his advice as well. And Louis is getting better quickly. We talked to Dr. Bartlett in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So whether you're planning on buying a home or selling a home or both, you're in for a lot of work. I mean, unless you live in some place like Cody, Wyoming or, you know, Montana right now, the home prices are going through the roof and people are building everywhere because all these people are moving from the cities. All these people are moving from failed states. Stop it because you're going to wreck those places. Stop it. You used to make fun of those places. Stop it. Anyway, if you're looking to buy or sell a home right now, you need a great real estate agent. And we're going to hook you up with somebody that we feel is the best in your area. We are realestateagentsitrust.com. This is my company, and I've got a couple of really great people uh, that have have hatched this idea and run it. Robert is my uh, my brother. John Wells is the the agent of record who is really doing all of the vetting on everything, and they're amazing. And the people that they have found to represent you all over the country, they don't work for us. 
this is a free service to you um what we do is we refer them to you but they have to meet our standards and uh with that comes the best real estate agents we think in your area the ones with a proven track record the ones who have done it over and over and over again are going to give you a great experience so if you're looking to buy or sell a home find the agent don't take my advice don't you know don't take this as gospel interview the people yourself but I would start interviewing the people at Real Estate Agents I Trust. You just let us know where you are, and we'll give you an agent in your area if we have one. Uh, and uh, we will get them to you usually within like 15 minutes. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all, realestateagentsitrust.com. So I have gotten an awful lot of email uh, recently from people saying, Glenn, what have you been taking? What did you take when you started feeling nasty? I don't have COVID. I tested negative, uh, but my family has had it and it's been very, very mild. My wife had it um, and it, it really knocked her for a loop, but she didn't start this flight of medication uh, until we got home uh, from from the ranch. And I started it before I got anything. And I think, I don't know, but I think that's what stopped me from getting it. My doctor won't come on because he's afraid of being banned and called all kinds of names. And he's just a, you know, just a regular doctor. But the advice that he got, he got it from Dr. Richard Bartlett. Um, Richard Bartlett is a guy that you, if you live in Texas, you may know. Uh, Rick Perry appointed him to the newly formed Texas Health Disparities Task Force. Uh, and it was an advisory body, uh, blah, 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 blah. He was also asked to remain on the task force for seven years, received a meritorious service award from the Texas Department of Health and Human Services. His peers have elected him to serve as the County Medical uh, Society president for four consecutive terms he served for 20 years at the local cbs uh, medical expert i mean the guy is well known uh and well credentialed i don't know what they're going to do to him uh now because he says that he has found something that he thinks everyone should try if you have uh a um the symptoms of of covid so I wanted to give you what I was taking, and I wanted to talk to uh, Dr. Bartlett. So if you are feeling anything uh, like it's coming on, you can ask your doctor about this. Welcome, Dr. Bartlett. How are you? Glenn, I'm doing great. Thanks. I'm honored to be with you. Well, thank you very much. And thank you for the uh, kind consultations and advice uh, that I know you've uh, given my doctor. Um, uh, is it possible that uh, with everybody in my family, I mean, I've got immune disorder, everything else. I should have been the first one to get it. Um, but as soon as as soon as anybody in the family started to get things and I started to feel uh, down at all. I started the flight of medication that you have recommended, and I didn't get it. Is it possible that I was going to get COVID and didn't because of this? Or well, not? Bottom, bottom line, Glenn, is that uh, the testing has false negatives and false positives that have been proven over and over. 
And uh, I've had personal experiences of taking care of patients who initially test negative, and I'm treating them, and they're getting better. And then later they get a, a test after being treated for 11 days, and their 90% of their symptoms are gone, and it's positive. Well, they, they probably had it all along. And we're seeing this over and over again where three people in the family have the same symptoms that started at the same time, two tests positive, one test negative. They all have mm. it. Uh, it, it. Symptomatology is what is the term where you look at the big picture. You, you, you use common sense. You use med- good medical judgment with your training, and, and you treat the patient. You don't treat the test. Treating the right. test is killing people. But I want to tell you, uh, this strategy that came to me was a was when I was looking for a stopgap measure that would help me save someone's life as an emergency room doctor because I also work in the emergency room. And back in March, uh, we were told there was nothing to do. Wait until they have severe symptoms. As a matter of fact, they should not be helped at all if they have mild to moderate symptoms. Wait till they have severe symptoms. So me being an ER doctor, and thinking, what am I going to do if someone comes in the emergency room with, the, with their loved ones and they say, I can't breathe? Because this is a respiratory inflammatory disease, COVID is, that causes people to have trouble breathing. And breathing is really important. I teach advanced trauma. <laughs> you know, that seems intuitive, but people seem, you have uh, leaders right now, I don't know how they became leaders, but they're talking about waves and curves. How about medicine, science, facts, airway, breathing, circulation, the ABCs of CPR, of advanced trauma life support, of advanced cardiac life support. Breathing is fundamental. And uh, when someone can't breathe, this is what they look like. They, many times their lips are blue. You can see the panic in their eyes. You hear the panic in their voice. They might be confused because they're low on oxygen. And um, some people can tolerate that better than others. But we know that the comorbidities that are having trouble with COVID and dying are the people who have, uh, they have diabetes, they have, uh, they've smoked for 50 years, uh, they have a heart disease. And so they, their reserve and being able to handle low oxygen is less than someone else. And the, and the danger is they could die. And so uh, besides that, it's not just an inconvenience. What about empathy? What about alleviating human suffering? There's a place for that still in medicine. And just as a human, we don't want to see other humans suffer. But uh, there are some common sense, practical, proven uh, medical things that we can do. And so we know this is an inflammatory disease. How about an anti-inflammatory medicine? It's a respiratory problem in the lungs is where the inflammation is, how about putting the anti-inflammatory medicine to the source of the problem in the lungs with an inhaled, neb- uh, inhaled steroid, a, a nebulizer treatment of budesonide, which has been out for 25 years, which is being used by millions of Americans every day that are healthy to protect them from getting sick. And so that was a strategy that I've been using, and it's working. So the bucetonide is is something that you looked at and said, why are we giving steroids in a tablet form? We should be we should be getting that steroid directly into the lungs. Uh, and it is if you get it early enough, it stops the uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the cytokine 
uh, storms that happen because uh, we know that that is a big problem with this. The, the, our immune system goes into a storm and then it just spirals out of control. So if you're yeah. saying, wait, 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 you're, you're in the middle of the storm. So this logic of waiting until someone is in distress and then helping them has never been employed successfully in American healthcare forever. We don't use that against the top three killers, heart attack, stroke, and cancer. Let's just say if someone called 911 and they said, I have slurred speech and I'm 65 years old and um, I have smoked for 50 years and all my family has strokes, you won't have the 911 dispatcher say, well, maybe you're overtired. Call us when you have severe symptoms. That's ridiculous. And I would never recommend that. That's bad medicine. But with this disease, we have a situation where the strategy that's been pushed on the American public is if you have mild to moderate symptoms, wait until you've got severe symptoms uh, and then seek help. But, you know, even when people have severe symptoms, because by and large people comply with what they're told, they have severe symptoms, they're short of breath, they go to the emergency room, and many times they're told, uh, take Tylenol, you, yes, you tested positive, and yes, you feel miserable, but you're not sick enough yet. Go home, take Tylenol, and tough it out. And when you get sicker, come back. That would be like uh, a real situation that I took care of, a one-year-old who swallowed a quarter. And the family brought the kid to the ER where I was working. I'm the one. And the, the child is not in immediate distress. But on the x-ray, I see a quarter uh, lodged in the throat. I could, this, this is how ridiculous things have gotten. I, it would be like, you don't give a one-year-old Tylenol they can't swallow. It'd be like me handing them a blankie uh, with, a, with a little unicorn on it and saying, take this child home, wrap it in the blankie, and sing its favorite song and keep it comfortable until you have severe symptoms. It's ridiculous logic. Uh, we need to take care of people early and, and avoid uh, the things that are even more dangerous, like intubating a patient which can so what, and put them on a ventilator. What are you seeing as far as results on this? Oh, uh, oh if you catch this early, I'm having, uh, you can, I have one patient who, uh, with the first treatment, that's the only treatment he needed because it was within hours of his fever, chills, body aches. Uh, he had just been on a plane with, with another person behind him that was COVID positive and he was concerned and, and rightfully so, it, it turned out to be COVID, but one breathing treatment stopped all the symptoms. And I've had other patients who were sick for, well, one patient that has uh, two kinds of lymphoma, cancer in the blood. She just received radiation a month before and she's on chemotherapy currently for the mm. cancer. And for five days, she was flat on, on her back in bed with a nonstop fever, couldn't sleep. And she calls me on a Friday, says, my granddaughter tested positive. I heard you on the radio. Would you please help me? And so on that Friday, I call in the breathing treatments and the medicine. She takes her first treatment, sleeps all night long for the first time in five days. She's, her fever breaks. Over the weekend, she recovers. She's able to teach an eight-hour day of music lessons via Skype to her kids on Monday. And then she tests negative uh, twice after having becoming symptom-free. And so that's what I see. The people are telling me many times, I hear it very often, while they're getting their breathing treatment with budesonide, 
many times they tell me, my chest pain is going away. My shortness of breath is going away during the treatment. I feel much better right after the treatment. And this is not a medicine that I invented. I'm not looking for new, do- new patients. I'm not making any money off of this. This costs $3 for a breathing treatment. It's something you can, I recommend people being treated early in every disease, including this life-threatening pandemic, with a medicine that's cheap, cost-effective. They can sit on their couch, watch Netflix, uh, and uh, for five minutes get a breathing treatment and get relief from their shortness of breath and chest pain. That seems like a good idea. It made all the difference to Tanya, I know. Um, she was. She would say that. She would take the breathing treatment. She'd say, oh, my gosh, I feel so much better. Uh, and she took it, I don't remember for how many days, but she took it for several days. Uh, and it dramatically improved uh, her breathing. Uh, and like I said, I started it the minute I started feeling any kind of symptoms. And I did it for three days, I think, as well, four days. And... I haven't had I haven't had any problems at all. I mean, it's been really, really miraculous. I want to talk to you a little bit about what people should ask their doctor uh, and and kind of go over what I uh, what I did. I think it's pretty much the same thing that Louis Gohmert is uh, is doing. Are you is he a patient of yours or? So, uh, Louis, uh, I've, he's reached out to me uh, on my cell phone. I've had the privilege of talking to some amazing people who are real public servants, including Louis Gomert. Uh, and so I've been shocked many times at who's reaching out to me on my cell phone. But uh, I'm not his doctor. Uh, he has uh, doctors that are taking care, doing excellent care. But they're using the strategy that I have recommended. And if someone yeah. goes to covidsilverbullet.com, covidsilverbullet.com, you can download the PDF, which talks about, you click on case study, and that talks about, Glenn, this would be interesting to you. I, I picked two patients uh, to highlight uh, salient points in, the, in my care of COVID patients and, and to, uh, to explain why I'm doing what I'm doing. And one of those patients was the one that uh, I described that had initially a negative test and then later tested positive. So it happens over and over again. This is not uncommon. Mm. Um, and, where, and there's reasons why. So you might want to look at that. But covidsilverbullet.com okay. has the strategy that I'm using. Doctor, thank you so much. Uh, hang on just for a minute here. I take a quick network break for a minute and we come back. Um, NetSuite is our sponsor. America has weathered the pandemic for long enough. And we've got to get back to work. We've lost so many businesses the last few months. 15,000 restaurants are gone and are never coming back. One of the best things about America, however, is our tenacity. It's, uh, I was just watching a, a documentary on the Japanese. When they bombed Pearl Harbor, they really thought that that would be enough. And we would say, oh, you know what? Don't worry about Japan. We got back up on our feet and rebuilt our fleet in record time. That's what Americans do. Well, NetSuite has a system that, quite honestly, I had been fighting for and looking for for years. They finally have put it together. NetSuite, it's by Oracle. It ties all of the departments of your business together and helps them communicate so you know all of your numbers in real time. You can't afford to make any mistakes when you open your doors back up. So join over 20,000 companies who trust NetSuite to go faster with confidence. NetSuite surveyed 
surveyed hundreds of business leaders and assembled a playbook of top strategists. And uh, they're using uh, this strategy all over America as we reopen for business. You can get your free guide, seven actions businesses need to take now and schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com slash Beck. That's netsuite.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. So, uh, doctor, I'd just like to get your opinion on this cocktail, because I know you are you are really saying that the silver bullet is this breathing treatment. But I'd like to uh, ask you if you agree with this cocktail of drugs and why uh, it, it they work. You have hydroxychloroquine, zinc. This is what I took. Uh, vitamin C. Um, I also took a baby aspirin every day because I got to stay away from the hard stuff. Uh, an adult aspirin is just too much. Um, uh, and then your breathing treatment. Uh, why do why do all of these work, and why are all of these uh, being dismissed by so many people? You know, uh, Glenn, I got I had the privilege of being invited by Dr. Mobin Syed. To uh, his medical education channel for a podcast, and it's called Doctor Bean Medical Lectures, and his followers are called the Cool Beans. And we talked about this. That uh, the reason I'm calling budesonide my silver bullet is is it's my go-to. It's 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 safe and it's effective at decreasing the inflammation. And it's let me just say how safe it is. Uh, The budesonide's been used for 25 years on two-pound premature babies in the ICU. And that's about as delicate as it gets. But think about this. Second graders that are at home every day that aren't sick are being given this budesonide nebulizer treatments at home to protect them from having asthma attacks, which is an inflammatory disease. And we it's safe for elderly uh, patients in nursing homes. So it's super safe, it's super effective, it's cost-effective, it's a no-brainer. That's why I call it my silver bullet, because I've seen how effect- I was actually shocked when I started using this medicine against COVID and how effective it was. As he said, it is $3 a treatment. It's generic. It's busedonide. Uh, talk to your doctor about it if you have any symptoms at all. Dr. Bartlett, thank you so much for all that you've done and do. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Uh, I, I have to tell you, my dog was in the pool on Saturday all day. Uh, he, he just and he slept like nobody's business. Uh, even yesterday, we wore him out. I haven't seen him like that much of a puppy in a very long time. Just playing and swimming. He feels great. And to watch him like this. Um, makes the whole family feel good. We just loved watching him and playing with him on Saturday. Uh, The difference in my dog, at least, has been rough greens. We started putting this with his food. This is not a dog food. It's a supplement. And I put it on after I went to the vet and said, hey, I got this bag of stuff. What do you think? 
And she said, please, please put this on your dog's food. It's probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, omega oils. They're the things that your dog needs to live a real healthy lifestyle. It's called Rough Greens, R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Rough greens.com slash Beck. And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn to get the uh, Blaze TV subscription. You can use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to Monday. Uh, I don't think we've seen stranger things uh, than Elon Omar. Um, We have David Steinberg on the phone. He's the investigative reporter that has been um, really buttoning up all of the research, all of the facts on Elon Omar. He has he has put himself in danger, quite honestly, uh, and he's got an upcoming article on Blaze.com that you really need to see. Uh, He is going to take us through some of this story. But I think, David, it's safe to say that all of the things that we suspected, um, you could now prove through social media um, uh, from other people and from Elon Omar based on her dad uh, and her her quote unquote husband slash brother. Uh, we can now you now have a case that could be presented and say, you don't have to look very much further. These are the facts, right? Thanks, Glenn. Yeah, it, in short, I would say with the article uh, you're going to post today that that it's over uh, from our end. There, there's really nothing left in uh, that's publicly available documentation that anyone would need to have to be convinced that for eight years she had married her brother to commit uh, immigration fraud. And this marriage fraud also was in the service of education fraud slash student loan fraud. And along the line, we have evidence that she committed, at, she filed at least two years of fraudulent tax returns, uh, possibly eight. We have evidence that she perjured herself eight times during her 2017 divorce from this man. And along the way, uh, of course, we know she was living in public housing. We know uh, she was likely receiving subsidized childcare. Essentially, Almost everything she put her name on for eight years was perjury or fraud. And it all adds up to the likely the most extensive spree of state and federal felonies by an elected congressperson in U.S. history. I really have no other way to put it. That's how big this is. Um, and the the research that you have done has been extensive and has taken you years to complete all of this. Um, um, tell me what the key to this research is, because what you've done is you've taken it and we've posted all of it. We've archived all of it. You have archived all of it so you can see it on the social media posts until this breaks and then they'll all be taken down. Um, and then uh, but you've archived it so we have record of all of these things what is the key thing that when you're looking at this story later today that people need to understand and recognize well what you see today basically simplifies all of it this has been 
a confusing, a bizarre case with the several marriages and divorces and changing names and birth certificates. However, all you need to know right now is there. Her father, uh, we've proven along the way that he was known as Nursite. The last thing remaining was an actual verified example from a friend, uh, someone who could be proven to be a friend or family or contacts or friends of the campaign, calling her father Nurse Saeed Elmi. That was essentially the last hurdle, uh, because, of course, the man she married was Ahmed Nurse Saeed Elmi, and there is nobody else with that string of names uh, who could have been his father. There simply is no, nobody exists in either uh, public U.S. or U.K. archives, uh, address records, uh, you know, rental applications. Nothing else exists uh, showing that there was a second man named Nurse Saeed Elmi to be her husband's father. So we had And her father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Correct. To, to show that it was the same man. So we needed a final example showing that her father was known as Nurse Saeed Elmi. I, uh, this was actually the easiest research I've done on this in three years. It involves typing Nurse Saeed Elmi into the Facebook search bar. Uh, again, that is, <laughs> I just want to point out how, how pathetic the local Minnesota Star Tribune has been on this coverage because they haven't. They didn't bother even to do that. But on this last one here, not only do we find one example, we found three dozen examples of friends and family of Ilhan Omar or her relatives or her campaign workers calling him. And most of them are written in Somali. These are people, these were not people trying to sandbag him, trying to post false information. These were friends uh, wishes, sending condolences. Again, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mention earlier that he did tragically he pass away. Yes, he, he passed away mm -hmm. in June from COVID-19. And by all accounts, uh, this, is, this is limited to Ilhan Omar's criminal behavior. By all accounts, since he arrived in America, he was a wonderful man. Uh, everyone had wonderful things to say about him. He was a kind, funny guy. That's what I've heard from everybody. He earned that reputation. This is all about proving what Ilhan Omar did from 2009 to 2017. So uh, again, he passed away and there was just this outpouring of grief and condolences from around the world. And many of these people who we confirm, can confirm uh, are very close to the family said condolences on the death of Nurse Saeed Elmi. Now, beyond that, they also reveal why he was so well known uh, to so many people as Nurse Saeed Elmi, because they also call him Colonel Nurse Saeed Elmi. And for the first time ever, we have uh, two people that we can verify uh, who were ex-Somali military forces. Uh, they verify exactly his history. So Ilhan Omar's father, uh, as, as we know now uh, from these two people, sorry, these two people, he was a prominent colonel in the Somali military from the late 1970s until 1991. We have so he he fought in the he fought then in the Somali wars was was he in a good side or the bad side? That's certainly for someone else 
to pick apart. To answer. Uh, again, okay. um, his reputation in this country is stellar. But I will say, okay. now, he was, you know, this was obviously, he was in the forces that were led by dictator Saeed Bar. He was fighting for that man's army. However, the United States, uh, at least in 1982, was funding Saeed Bar, and we were fighting uh, those, those, those two battles in 1978 and 1982 that Colonel Nurse Saeed Elmi is said to have led in. Uh, those two battles, I believe the U.S. was providing arms in both cases, and the enemy, which was uh, Ethiopia, was funded by the USSR at the time. It gets very okay. complicated. Now, now uh, again, okay. it gets extremely complicated because the early 70s, he was actually trained. He went to the Soviet Union and got his education in a Soviet military school. Then he returns to Somalia, joins the army, and Somalia actually switched sides at that point, and the Soviet Union backed Ethiopia, the U.S. backed Somalia. So again, I don't want to get into... But it... Right. It, it may, though, it may, however, may, may not, mm -hmm. but it may, however, uh, shed some light on her Marxist uh, ideas, et cetera, et cetera. But again, it may not. You're not alleging any of that. The reason why this is important, um, the history of her father, is because because of the marriage that she went through. And this isn't. This isn't something she went through to get to this country. Uh, she came to this country and then used and abused and broke the laws over and over and over again. Um, do you have anything on the on the bribes that that allegedly were being given for voters of fifty dollars for elderly voters? Uh, I'll tell you, Glenn, I've heard that, too. That has been circulating for years. Obviously, that is something very difficult to get evidence of. But yes, uh, we were talking about a string of felonies Ilan committed from 2009 to 2017 uh, in her private life. Since being elected or since running for office in 2016 until now, yes, I can confirm I have heard several stories of vote buying uh, where money... But you don't have any... Right, but no yeah, well, hard evidence very, of them. But I have, a, I have very specific stories of exactly how it was carried out. So, okay. yes, I, I, that information has been given to the FBI. And not just by All me. All right. I'll add that. So tomorrow, tomorrow is the primary in Minneapolis, and she's been challenged uh, for her seat. What are the odds that the people throw her out before anyone in the government does it's again it is incredibly difficult to say what's going on in that district first of all polling in that district is not terribly easy because it is heavily uh not english speaking um you, you know much of the the older generation of somali immigrants uh you know they were coming from a country where where there wasn't there was high illiteracy rates in Somali, uh, and they simply don't speak a lot of English. Hmm. Figuring out, figuring out uh, whether or not the community has entirely turned on her is a difficult. That, that's difficult to include at this point. However, she does have an incredibly well-funded challenger, 
Now, he's a progressive himself. Whether or not he will pull this off tomorrow, who knows? Uh, there is, however, a very strong Republican challenger, and uh, he has received endorsements from Trump. He's got quite a bit of attention for somebody who's running in what is otherwise a safe Democratic seat. Now, uh, hopefully with what we're presenting today, I mean, the case is essentially over from our side. There's nothing else to show. Uh, we have dozens of people saying her father is Nurse Saeed Elmi, that she married Ahmed Nurse Saeed Elmi. We even have somebody who says condolences to, uh, to Colonel Nurse Saeed Elmi and his five children, and he names Ahmed. I mean, a lot of people just were not aware. These are people who were, who were friends and knew Colonel Nurse Saeed Elmi very well. He was a prominent man and just were not aware of all of this for one reason or another. Uh, but, but, yeah, I also have several people saying condolences to his daughter, Layla. Layla is a woman named Layla Nurse Saeed Elmi who lives in the U.K. She is the oldest of the five siblings, and she is said to be the person who raised Ahmed. Essentially, she was an older sibling. She's about mm -hmm. 11 years older than yes. him. She raised right. him uh, in the UK. And on her marriage certificate, which I published uh, over a year ago, she wrote down her father's name is Nurse Saeed Elmi, military officer. There is nobody else David, on the planet with this description. It, it's over, Glenn. Uh, you have done incredible work. Uh, now let's see if anybody in justice even cares about it. Uh, I, I know they don't in, in Minnesota because the whole state has gone corrupt, it seems. Uh, but uh, hopefully they will in Washington. And tomorrow uh, they may care as they line up to go to the voting booth. But we'll see. This story will be published on TheBlaze.com. TheBlaze.com. Uh, get all your news there and see this story. It will be published later on uh, this afternoon. David, thank you so much. I appreciate it. David Steinberg, investigative Take reporter. Care. Thanks for sharing this. You bet. Well, the old fraud squad has uh, been up to no good. Cyber criminals have been running a scam lately that involves the cash app. They're sending out messengers, uh, messages that offer free money to people who help them through these difficult COVID times. Oh, you got to be kidding me, really? The link in the message is totally fraudulent. It's malicious and, and could actually steal money and personal information from anyone who clicks on it. So don't do it. Just when you think that cyber criminals can't sink any lower, they do. That's where LifeLock comes in. LifeLock detects a wide variety of identity threats and will help you uh, to prevent them or recover from them if you've been victimized. No one can prevent all identity theft. No one can monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock sees the threats that you might miss on your own. So join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code BACK. That's 25% you can save off your first year. Use promo code BACK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BACK for 25% off at LifeLock.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, 
Whew, got to catch our breath here from uh, all the stuff that we have been uh, covering today. We've we've got something coming up uh, that is not going to be sugarcoated, but you need to understand about the economy. Uh, that's coming up in just a few minutes. Also, Harvey Rosenfeld, he is the founder of the Consumer Watchdog. He's a public interest uh, attorney. He's with the Washington Examiner, or he, he was uh, in a Washington Examiner story about data that is being collected from your phone. It's not just being collected. It is being used to score you. Uh, and what does that mean exactly? How is that score affecting you? What is it going to mean for your future? And is anyone trying to stop this? The use of our of our information now is just off the charts and nobody seems to care about it. Nobody seems to be talking about it. We will coming up in uh, just a few minutes. Stu, what do you have coming up on your show tonight? I think we have to dive into this Brian Stelter uh, thing uh, with the evidence of all this right-wing hatred towards Joe Biden with no evidence of anything like that on the side against Trump. This is going to be a Stu does Brian Stelter. No, uh, we're not naming it's it. Gonna that. Be, I refuse to yeah, name no, it. Yeah, no, it'll be <laughs> it'll be an ugly, ugly episode, but delightful to watch and delicious. Tonight, Stu does Brian Stelter. The Glenn Beck program. Stu and I want to talk to you a little bit about keeps. Uh, if you want to make sure that your hair looks more like mine than his. <laughs> What's wrong uh, with my hair? Keeps it. Well, What's wrong with my hair? I have, uh, I have, I have. It's not, a toupee. It's not a toupee it, it, at all. That's it why is a toupee. a toupee. I mean, I don't want to say it's a toupee. I'm sorry because you are the gay character on the show. It's all, uh, it's all there. And it's, it's all there. Hair, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I, I've been taking, uh, I've been taking uh, prescription medicine uh, for a long time, and, but I get the generic stuff because it's a, a cheaper, uh, a cheaper uh, way to go. Uh, you can get it now through Keeps and Keeps K E E P S dot com is uh is going to make it so easy you don't have to go to the doctor you just snap a couple of pictures of your hair if you're stew you'd have to take the hair piece off and show them how bad the damage is and uh and then they uh recommend the uh right treatment for you and send it out to you and you're going to save a lot of money with keeps go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. Save 50% now. Keeps dot com slash save. What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, I can't believe how many things have changed just in the last five months while we've all been in our homes and we've locked everything down. Your data has been uh, used for quite some time, but now it is being used in ways that uh, none of us are going to be happy about when the crap hits the fan. Your, your phone data, the data being collected from your phone, is now being used to score you. What does that even mean? 
the guy who has been with the Represent Consumers and the consumer advocate for a while is ringing the bell on this. He's here to explain in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Dealing with pain on a regular basis, especially really bad pain, is something that millions of Americans suffer with every single day. And life doesn't always treat us fairly. I, you know, my dad wanted to retire and play golf, but he had worked so hard his whole life. By the time he retired, he could no longer play golf. I wish relief factor was around back then uh, for him. Uh, it might have changed and and uh, altered the course of his life a little bit so he could have enjoyed the last part of his life a little more. It's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. It attacks inflammation in a big way. I mean, I've had ibuprofen 800 and don't get me wrong. Boy, you'll be flying high on that stuff all day. Crap, it's worthless. Anyway, at least for me, I t- I've taken relief factor i take it every day three times a day i have for two years because it works that's why i'm endorsing relief factor do the quick start for 1995 don't take my word for it or their word for it try it out for three weeks doesn't work stop taking it 70 percent of the people who try it go on to order more because it does work relieffactor.com get your life back by calling 800-500-8384 800-500-8384 it's relief factor.com so how many of us are on the internet how many of us are on uh you know facebook we buy everything from amazon and what happens to all of that information well some things now are being discovered and were written about by uh harvey rosenfeld uh from the uh, cons- uh, represent consumers and uh, he has pulled a blanket off of this that is pretty ugly, and I want him to go over uh, what he has uh, found and what's really happening to our data because it's now being used to score you. Harvey, what does that even mean? What it means is that a handful of firms uh, deep in the shadows of the uh, online marketplace are taking this the vast quantity of data that all of our devices spew, not just our cell phones, but even our TVs and refrigerators and our cars, taking all this data and turning it through algorithms into a score that determines whether whether we're going to pay more than somebody else for the same product uh, at a hardware store, uh, whether we're going to get a job or or get an apartment or get into a college we want to get into. It means that some people who are scored are considered crooks because they return uh, merchandise that doesn't work uh, too often. It, it means that people who, some people just are going to get really bad customer service if you have a low score. These scores are, are developed by these shadowy firms. Nobody knows anything about the firms. Nobody knows anything about the scores. But they're purchased by some of the major retail uh, uh, brands and landlords and employers in the United States and secretly applied to to each of us. It's like it's like everybody knows about the credit score, but nobody knows about these secret surveillance scores. This is really terrifying. Um, a, how did you stumble across it? And uh, what do we do about it? 
Well, Represent Consumers is a, a nonprofit organization that is looking at the future and trying to figure out what it means for consumers. And it's very difficult to find information about it. You know, the, the Wall Street Journal, the, uh, the Washington Post, few other, uh, very few other papers in the country have uh, reported on this. So we, we did some research. My colleague Laura Antonini and I did some research. We, we submitted a massive petition, a 40-page report, to the United States Federal Trade Commission, urging them to investigate it in 2019. They didn't do anything. And uh, we recently wrote a, an op-ed in the Washington Post, which is getting a lot of attention. The, the point is that you can't, unlike the, your credit score, which at least the law requires you to, um, to be notified about, there is no requirement in the law now with respect to how this information is collected, it can be inaccurate, it could be unfairly biased against people. You can't contest your score. We call them the secret surveillance scores. You can't contest those scores. Uh, you don't even know who, what the company is that's uh, issuing the score. All you know is that one day you might try to return a product, and they will tell you, sorry, you can't return it because you've been flagged as a, a ba- basically you've been flagged as a crook. So, so wait a minute. How, how do we know these companies are using it? Um, somebody's got to be writing the check for it. So why can't we find out who the company is? How, 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 are, they, how are they linking up with other companies? And I mean, they're buying something. How come we can't find the seller? Okay, so here's the, here's the problem, Glenn. Here's, here's what's happening in our marketplace right now. All of our devices are uh, uh, spewing torrents of our data. That can be the most intimate data. I mean, they know where we are. They know what we're doing. They know what our preferences are. They probably know something about, you know, uh, our romantic interests. They know about our health. All of this data is being collected, and it's widely available on the Internet. And, and there are companies called data brokers that purchase it and collect it. Then they sell our data to these companies that I mentioned, deep in the recesses of the marketplace, no, you've never heard of the names of some of these companies. And they have engineers who do nothing but take all that data and write algorithms that purport, supposedly predict what we're, how we're going to behave in the future. Are we going to be a good, quote, good consumer or bad consumer? Those scores are then marketed to companies, retail uh, clothing companies, uh, you know, hardware, hardware chains, uh, uh, colleges, people who are, you know, uh, uh, large corporations who are, uh, do a lot of hiring. Those folks want to know whether we're going to be good for them. So, for example, if some people may not hire you because your score shows that you have to commute too far. Or, you may, or that the, the score predicts that you won't stay at your job. So the, so the, the market starts off in, with all of our data, ends up in this single-digit score that some company is applying to you, and you don't know it because there's no requirement that they disclose it to you. You know, I have to tell you, this reminds me a lot of what Bill Gates was trying to do uh, with the eventual um, implementation of, of Common Core. He was looking for data to be able to say this person should be a gymnast, this person should be a mechanic, this person should be a doctor. And you'd gather all of this information over the years in school and you would be able to point them 
in the right direction, really, from the first moment that they start to give that data uh, to the system. And it, it, it kind of takes away your, uh, you, you know, your own free will. And I know that's something that's being debated now on whether we will have free will or not, because we'll be so manipulated. It's not necessarily a problem that they collect this data and use this data. The problem is we can't get access to it. That, that, I don't. That, I, sorry, right. Yeah, absolutely right. It's it's. Uh, there are no laws that protect Americans against the, the collection and use of our data in any way. So that the, at the end of the day, this is a lot like, as you point out, I mean, when I was a kid, you know, we had to fill out a, I remember taking a test that was supposedly going to, an aptitude test to tell me what mm-hmm. I was going to be good at, right? Now we've got these yeah. faceless engineers behind in some Silicon Valley location, or could, they could be anywhere or overseas, and they're programming these algorithms that are, are, are supposed to predict with far greater accuracy our behavior as citizens, as consumers, as taxpayers. And as you probably know, you know, over in China, they, they have created something called the social credit system where the government actually scores people on whether they're loyal, whether they follow directions, whether they cross the street at, at, on a red light. I mean, that's in China. They've taken this on behalf and turns it into a part of the autocratic dictatorship that limits people's choices. Uh, here, here in the United States, so far, it's all about it's just about uh, commercial enterprise. But the, but obviously, it's a threat. So, Harvey, I don't want to get into politics at all um, with you, but I, you know that I'm a conservative, and I always thought, <laughs> I have always thought that those on the left, and I don't mean the crazy Marxist, I mean just the pe- my neighbors that are you know more liberal than I am, that that thought that the corporations are going to take over the world and everything else. I am worried about our government uh, and what it can quickly become. But I think I'm more worried about the corporations because they don't have any constitution to regulate them. So everything that they do, they could sell it to the government, give it to the government. They could just use it without the government even knowing or caring. And we're caught in this little game of theirs where they're trying to get us to do something buy something move somewhere do something you know what i mean it's it's really we become puppets in a play that we don't think we're even in well that's it it sounds a lot like the matrix doesn't it that movie it does it It, it, it does that's that's really the truth and and this issue transcends any kind of ideology all americans are united against the notion that uh, that uh, their information about them is being deployed like weapons against them by people who we don't even know and and the impact can be very harsh it turns it turns Americans into second-class citizens some Americans who get low scores the uh, and and it really, uh, it really is inconsistent with, with what we think of as a free market, because now every, mm-hmm. every, these scores treat every person as if they were their own market, and, and the seller no longer has to sell to you if they don't like who you are. So, uh, Harvey, um, how do we 
a stop our information from going there and what do we do to stop this well i think you're, you pointed out the first problem it's just there's we have to we have to have regain control over our information and right now all of, most of the ref, quote privacy reforms you hear about are sort of stuck in this outdated uh, 19th century contract law model well mm-hmm. all they have to do is disclose what they're doing to us and then we have to give consent to it but we all consent every day when we buy something you know you click i agree and yes i know you're going to do that when you when we go online to purchase something so there have to be basically our data should be treated like our own personal property and and since right. it's, worth a, it's worth a lot of money to other people if people want to use it and we want to give it to them they have to pay for it they have to actually give us yes money and pay for it so that's the first thing yes the, the second <coughs> excuse me the second thing is all about um using these sur- uh, secret surveillance scores we cannot allow a society to develop and it's already well on the way to this that is based on engineers who we don't know drafting well, coding is the word they use for it, these algorithms that actually judge us and eventually will uh, use, using artificial intelligence these algorithms will be uh, able to outthink us and and purport to be uh, pre- mm-hmm. able to predict what's going to happen to each of us and, and whether we're going to be good people or bad people and that's got to be exposed and it's got to be stopped we have at least yeah, because it least. depends on it depends on who's programming those algorithms. It can also not only judge us, but then it can also shape us to make us into a better citizen, whatever the algorithm decides uh, that is. One quick uh, last question, Harvey. Um, the idea that oh, this is just metadata. Uh, there's, there's no way to assign that. All of that is over because of how fast we can compute now, right? I mean, that's, they that's can totally tie right. everything directly to a citizen, no matter that's what, right. no matter that's how right. big it is. That's right. They say it's all masked so nobody can figure out who you are. That's a lie. They know, how to, they know who you are. They know what you're doing. They can connect all the dots. The algorithms are, help them do that. Amazing. Uh, thank you for being on this and l- would love to stay in touch with you, uh, Harvey, uh, because I am very concerned about big tech and what is happening with these companies. They are out of control. I'm not a guy that believes in uh, breaking things up, but I don't know what to do with these companies. The- this is the one place that I could say the founders never thought of. They never thought of a company becoming more powerful than the government. Uh, and it is very concerning. So anything you need and anything you want to alert people to, please reach out. We'll take advantage of that. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Thank you. You bet. Thanks, Harvey. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, I'm going to talk to you in a minute about your finances. I want to tell you some things that I'm not going to sugarcoat and uh, you need to know. First, let me tell you this. Our sponsor is American Financing. And if you have not refinanced your home yet or consolidated loans, you are truly missing the boat. Right now, so many people are refinancing that many banks, they have long lines. Please don't miss out. Please 
call American Financing today. Your loan you can get is uh, under 4%, like 3.5%. I think it's going to go down into twos. Uh, you're going to save hundreds, if not a thousand or more dollars every single month if you have a, uh, a loan that is over 4%. So you have 4% or above, please, right now, call American Financing. You will be able to get yourself out of debt faster and think of the money you will save. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. Um, I want to tell you the truth that I don't think anybody is really explaining to you. This uh, is going to last a couple of breaks. So if you can, you know, clear out just 15 minutes here or uh, or go back and listen to it on the podcast. But we are collectively living through you broke it, you bought it uh, right now. And it's the Federal Reserve that has broke it. And now we are buying it. And I'm not talking about Jerome Powell or, you know, the decision to unleash the modern monetary theory on the world's largest economy. Those ideas are bad enough to to print money out of thin air and use that money to buy government bonds and uh, and a means to fund trillion dollar uh, per month deficit is idiotic. But we're doing more than that. The script for the modern monetary theory and its destruction of the free market and the United States wasn't written by Trump or Powell or Greenspan or Obama. It was written more than 100 years ago by the clowns at the Federal Reserve System. What happened to our economy in 2008 uh, was clearly inevitable. And it was clear to anyone who wasn't a part of the system. You could see it coming, and we can see what's coming now. The DNA of disaster is built into the institution itself. It's a private banking cartel. They're not elected. They don't answer to voters. They were granted complete oversight of the country's currency and monetary system. That's insane. By design, they can't be recalled by Congress or by voters or by the president. When the president appoints somebody to the head of the Fed, that's a recommendation. They don't have to go with that. The tools that was granted to them by Congress, the progressives and Woodrow Wilson give them unlimited power to choose winners and losers. And right now, Main Street is losing over the, uh, the last 90 days alone. The Fed has deployed more currency than it did in the previous 90 days. And we are now looking at funding the government to the tune of $4 trillion worth of bond purchases. So the Federal Reserve has printed up money and bought our debt in Congress to the tune of $4 trillion. The Fed now is the largest buyer and holder of not only federal debt, but also of corporate debt. 
They have spent over $2 trillion to lend monies to companies that would otherwise default and be in bankruptcy. We are now in a zombie economy of dead but still walking companies that would otherwise go belly up. The Fed also is now the largest landowner in the world with more than 60% of the entire U.S. mortgage industry on its books. Your bank probably does not own your home. You don't own it. The Federal Reserve owns it now. They are the largest landowner in the world. So what does all of this mean? Well, we will explain when we come back. You know, with all the Rona flying around these days, conventional medical wisdom suggests that it's a good idea to be out in the sunshine and the outside. Yeah, but that conventional wisdom, I don't think those people ever lived in Texas. It's too hot. The thick, juicy steak is not enough to make me fire up the grill and go stand outside and constantly check the grill. However, that is before I owned a Rectech. This is when the magic starts to happen. Grill, the grill is smarter than I am. And that's not saying much, but it's true. When it comes to cooking things, I now trust my Rectech because it has smart grill technology. And it means you put the steak in or whatever you're, you're grilling, you put the thermometer in, you set the temperature from your phone, you monitor it all from inside with the air conditioning. It is really good. It smokes it really, really. It's delicious. Follow Rectech on social media. Sign up for their newsletter at RECTEQ.com. And you can get your Blaze TV subscription at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and you'll save 10 bucks off your subscription. I'm going to publish this on glennbeck.com because I don't think I'm going to be able to get to everything in it. I'm going to skip some of the things that I want to share with you on the history of the Fed and why the dollar uh, is is losing value and why it is the world's reserve currency. Um, But what we are doing is we are printing money now. We are printing money. We have printed 90 years worth of currency 90 years of currency in the past 90 days. We are staring down the barrel of a mathematically certain hyperinflation event, and we have seen it over and over and over again around the world. It always ends the same way. And that will mean higher prices for gas and T-shirts and food and toys on Amazon Prime. It's going to mean higher prices for everything that will put you in a box. We're already seeing inflation. In fact, I think we're starting to see hyperinflation. And where you're seeing it is in the stock market. The supply of dollars provided to companies through the Fed is so massive. 
So the price of stocks has skyrocketed because of the increased demand. But eventually, those dollars will start to spill into the larger economy. Right now, what is saving us from massive inflation is no one is spending any money. But our dollar, the value of our dollar, is crashing overseas. More dollars in circulation, the lower and lower the purchasing power. That's inflation. And it's coming in a scale that we have not seen since Venezuela or Zimbabwe, Argentina, or the Weimar Republic in Germany. Now, what the Democrats don't want you to know that's in phase four of their COVID-19 bailout program are all kinds of new powers for the Federal Reserve, including the power to create bank accounts for every American at a Fed charter bank. Well, at least then we'd know which banks are the banks of the Fed. The Fed then can simply print the digital currency into existence and put it directly into the account of American citizens. This is universal basic income and and stimulus or reparation payments printed into existence and paid directly into the account that every American would now have with the Federal Reserve. That does not end well. We know how it ends. Governments can print currency, but they cannot create wealth. By printing currency, they can destroy wealth. The real value comes in the full faith and credit. Well, no one believes that we're going to pay anything back anymore. The doom was was written into this structure. This is a central planned economy now, and those are always due to fail. Every central committee that ever tries to do centralized planning fails over and over and over again. And we know it. And we've we've fooled ourselves thinking that we have some sort of a free market because the Fed is there. The central bank, the state backed monopoly with zero oversight from anyone who's elected. They are answered. They, they are answerable to no one. And we pretend our economy isn't central, central planning. So what is the net result here? What is the real world effect for you? The dollar is going to collapse as the world reserve currency. And please, if you've listened to me for a long time, you know how many times they've said that can never happen with all kinds of stuff, including socialist and communists and anarchists working together to overthrow capitalism and the Western world. It's happening. So no matter what the experts tell you, please do your own homework. Don't take it from me as gospel. Do your own homework because this is what it's going to mean. Right now, farmers in South Africa, they grow and they pick cotton and they deliver it to market. And the cotton is then shipped by boat to Indonesia, where it's processed into fabric. The cotton fabric is then sent over to another ship to go to China, where it's made into T-shirt blanks. Then these T-shirts are shipped to a Walmart factory in Mexico, where they are screen printed with a logo and tags added. Then they're shipped to a U.S. warehouse and then to a U.S. store where you then can buy that T-shirt for $3.99. 
Think of that. Three ninety nine to pay a farmer, a cotton mill, a textile firm, a screen printing company, a U.S. store, plus three boat rides for three ninety nine. The reason why we pay three ninety nine is because of the power of the dollar. Imagine that same T-shirt that you're used to buying for five bucks is now twenty eight. That's the average cost of that same T-shirt in the EU. The same cost of that T-shirt in Australia and Uruguay. Imagine if your next McDonald's meal is 25 bucks. Your school lunch for your kids runs 10 bucks a day. Your next car costs as much as your house did five years ago. That's what's coming. It's a realistic picture. And it has nothing to do with Donald Trump or Barack Obama or Richard Nixon or anybody else. This was going to be the result of the system because the system is inherently bad and not free market. There is no incentive to prevent corruption or ego or a hundred other vices that run amok. Now, that doesn't mean that the dollar means the collapse of the U.S. economy. But it does mean we should all look up the word austerity and take it to heart in our own lives. So what could be done to prevent this? Well, we could abolish the Federal Reserve System. We could cancel all debts owned by owed by Uncle Sam to the Fed and and move the currency creation back to the Treasury Department. But you and I both know that's not going to happen. We'll probably go the other route. A dollar decline globally, coinciding with massive printing of new dollars. That always equals hyperinflation. And then a great reset. And as we get there, your dollar has already in the last 90 days lost 10% of its value. You still might have $1,000 in the bank. But you can only buy about $900 worth of product with it because of 10% inflation. Nobody thought that oil could go to negative $40 a barrel. They would have told you at the beginning of the year. Hell, I would have told you it will never happen. That is something you need to divorce yourself from the idea that it will never happen. Nobody thought silver's price per ounce would go up by 100% in 30 trading days, but it did. It was, what, $12.50 or $12? 30 days later, it's 25 Nobody thought Apple's stock would reach the valuation greater than the GDP of all but eight countries in the world. But it has. Everything that is happening in our life right now is unprecedented. Now, we have lived through banking and currency crisis before. That's why the Federal Reserve was created in the first place to stop currency crisis. But this one, they come because that's what happens in a free market. And this one has been delayed and delayed and delayed, and they've done everything, and it's going to hurt when it comes but we'll live through it and we'll survive 
if we don't forget who we are, we will thrive again. But don't expect any T-shirt you buy at Walmart to be $3.99 again. Back in a minute. So how can I say this kind of stuff with you with such a surety? Let me tell you a a story that I read today from CNBC. Gold prices could forge ahead to $4,000 per ounce in the next three years. But factors such as the development of a coronavirus vaccine and the November U.S. elections could change fortunes of the precious metal. This year, gold prices have shot to record highs not seen since September 2011. As investors have been fleeing to safe haven assets as the pandemic shows, so no signs of abating. It's quite easy to see gold going to $4,000 said Frank Holmes, CEO of investment firm U.S. Global Investors on CNBC Monday morning. The Fed is working together like a cartel, and they're printing trillions of dollars. Okay. To be honest with you, I just called Goldline earlier today or wrote to Goldline and said, I'm thinking about buying some silver, Uh, but silver is so volatile. I mean, it's doubled in price in the last 30 days. I think it's gone down here in the last day or two. Uh, so now may be a good time to buy. But, um, I mean, you got to get into something that is going to last. And gold and silver are the only things that I know of that can last. Um, silver is 20, about 20 to $25 an ounce today. Uh, right now, if you go to Goldline, they've got all kinds of specials that uh, they will help you out with. Um, their, you know, Bank of America said it's going to hit over $3,000 an ounce. You know, well, CNBC said today, now it's going to barrel through to $4,000 an ounce. I don't know. I do know this. Trouble is coming, and that's when the world flies to gold and silver call Goldline. tell them you want to find out right now about their five dollar gold liberty coins that's what i have bought uh about two months ago i bought some five dollar gold liberty coins they're offering them again uh they are rare and hard to get uh but ask them why i buy gold that way it may not be right for you but call them Goldline 866 Goldline. that's 1866 Goldline or goldline.com do it now listening to Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. Do we happen to have the uh, the Joe Biden uh, theme song? Uh, because CNN is very upset that uh, talk radio is is well talking and, and pointing out bad things about Joe Biden. They say they've never seen an attack like this on anybody else. So I just wanted to Play the Joe Biden presidential theme. Come on, you can get through it. Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that motor memory is is not working as well as it used to, but... Yeah, all right, almost there. Okay, so uh, Joe Biden was riding a bike this weekend, and uh, that's proof positive to... uh, to CNN that uh, there's no mental problems there. Um, here's a bigger problem. Um, the communist part, the the revolutionary.
Communist Party of USA, the RCP USA, the Revolutionary Communist Party USA, has just um, in, uh, endorsed Joe Biden for president. Uh, and uh, so that's, I mean, you know, that's great, right? The RC, what was it again? The, the, the Revolutionary Communist Party of the United States of America. First of all, real stunner here. I thought they were going to go with a Republican. Uh, they were on the on the fence. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. So the commun- this is different than the Communist Party USA, CPUSA, which has been yeah. This for a is long the time. revolutionary communists. These are the ones who are, want the actual revolution, not just the evolution. They're not, they're not making any. They're not. They're. They're, they're, they're not mincing words. They, they don't want Sweden. Uh, that's not what they're looking to do. Uh, no. No. no there be no, no Ikeas in this world. Well, also, this is, and revolutionary indicates approach, right? Like, why, yeah. why are you, I mean, you don't really have a revolution by, typically by endorsing a candidate. Uh, <laughs> usually that well, comes the last way. communist revolution, uh, you know, in the Soviet Union killed, you know, I, I don't know, about 50 million people. And uh, mm, at no. least a hundred million, uh, at least a hundred million in the last one hundred years, dead because of communism. But hey, why even consider that? It's a real tough one. It's a, t- it's a tough one. It's funny because like the left has now started to embrace figures like Angela Davis, who was on the FBI's ten most wanted oh, list, my gosh. Uh, who, who ran as vice presidential candidate of Communist Party USA. Mm-hmm. And is mm-hmm. now constantly outward. I mean, turn on an NBA broadcast to see if you can get through one without the words Angela Davis being spoken. It's it's difficult. And here's someone who, look, Glenn, it was coincidence. Okay, the whole the whole thing was just a crazy coincidence. Like she was desperately in love with someone in prison, and she mm-hmm. she wrote him all sorts of notes about how I must do anything, no matter what. It's the only thing I think of. I must go to any lengths um, to get you out of prison, and then. Totally coincidentally, her brother, mm-hmm. or, or excuse me, uh, his brother happened to show up at a courtroom with weapons and took a judge hostage to negotiate the freedom of uh, the man she was in love with. And they mm-hmm. happened to be armed with weapons registered to her that she bought two days earlier. What That's are really the crazy. odds That's, of that? Oh, it's, it's just it's credible coincidence. Hey, crazier things have happened. Hmm. Not really, no. <laughs> but we could say that. And now, the better known Communist Party of USA, the ones who don't want a communist bloodbath revolution. Okay, they haven't endorsed Joe Biden yet. Mm. It's just the revolutionaries that have done that. However, the Communist Party USA, the ones that don't want blood, river of bloods, uh, uh, you know, flowing in the streets, um, has called for the passing of the Heroes Act and has praised <laughs> the Heroes. Hmm? It's a what? weird party. I don't think I've ever heard of these guys. Yeah, no, the Communist Party USA. No, this is this is the legitimate one. The Revolutionary Party, you know, Communist Party of USA. Those guys are nut jobs. These are just the regular communists, <laughs> you know, here in the United States, um, saying Nancy Pelosi's three trillion dollar COVID nineteen re- relief bill is great program. and should be passed. <laughs>